Welcome to another episode of the Good Spire Podcast. I'm your host, Jarrell Liner, and each week we bring you insightful dialogue with amazing people about the mindset it takes to become the best version of yourself. So if you're ready, open up your heart and mind to receive, and let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of the Good Spire Podcast. I'm your host, Jarrell Liner. And before we get started, I want you guys all to click that subscribe button so you can be notified every week on Tuesday when we drop a new episode. Now, let's go ahead and dive in. Today, we'll be speaking with Mr. Otis Harris, the founder and owner of SBK Logistics out of Houston, Texas. And also, he's one of my frat brothers, so I got to let you all know that. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Otis. Oh, thanks for having me, Jarrell. Thanks for having me so much, man. Look forward to the dialogue. Look awesome, awesome. To. Now, I, I did my best rendition of an intro for you, um, but if you could, give, give the, the audience a little bit more information and insight about yourself. Oh, sure thing. So, uh, again, uh, founder, co-founder, and co-owner of SBK Logistics, LLC and also SBK Freight Movers. Uh, logistics is our operations side of our transportation business, and Freight Movers is our dispatch side mm-hmm. of our, our transportation business as well. Mm, awesome, awesome. Now, for you, before you were in the trucking, give us some insight on what you were doing prior to this. Uh, a, few, a few steps in, in corporate America, but, what, but what's funny is I, always, I was always in logistics. And I didn't I didn't even realize that I was working in logistics and I was working towards my call. Mm. You know what I mean? So I, I've had, you know, several jobs here and there, but everything actually led to this moment. Mm. It led to this moment. Got you. So speaking about that moment, at what moment are you do you even know when you decided, you know what? Corporate world is cool. Got benefits, but it's not for me. And I want to take what I know now. Like you said, you were in logistics unknowingly your whole time uh, in corporate America. So at what moment did you decide, you know what, now's the time for me to do something on my own? Well, my story is a little different. I'll give you a, a, a backdrop. Um, a few years ago, I, I ended up being accused of a crime that I didn't commit. Mm. So I, I always knew in the back of my mind, even from a young age, that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Mm. Well, my hand was really forced into entrepreneurship because of my background. Mm-hmm. So to make, to make a long story short, you know, did the time, came home, uh, decided I'm a better myself. Let me go ahead and finish my degree. Went back to school, finished my bachelor's degree. From there, went on and got my master's degree. And everything that I was doing, those doors, they wouldn't seem to open. They just wouldn't open. I kept, you know, kept getting rejection after rejection, mm-hmm. no after no. And that kind of pushed me into entrepreneurship. And I, I would always tell myself, you know, I would never tell myself no. So mm-hmm. what is it that, that I can do to, to, to be able to, one, provide for my family, but also to be able to give back to others as well? And, mm-hmm. and here we are. Here we are. Mm-hmm. That's, that's powerful because, you know, a lot of us have things and situations that come up in our life. And as you, as you mentioned, you know, you had to go away for a while and then coming back and having to deal with that probably continuous uphill battle, right? Trying to get to where you're trying sure. to go, fighting against, you know, everybody that's fighting against you. So if you could, you know, in that moment, 
Because I know for a lot of people, that could be a dark time. You know, like you said, you were accused of something you didn't do and you still had to go serve time for that. And you still had to fight and grind for everything you had after that. Although, like you stated, this is something you didn't even commit, but yet you're paying the price and probably even still to this day, to some degree, paying that price. So as a person that's been through that and still probably dealing with that mentally, you know, what, what was it that you had to tell yourself? You know, even if you go back to when you, you were sitting, sitting there, forced to sit there, right? Um, the things that you tell yourself in those moments can ultimately make or break. You know, a lot of people, they, you know, you, you, you know, cause I got jammed up when I was 19, right? When I was 19, um, you know, I was facing like three to five years in jail, right? Um, for something that I actually did do, you know, back in my younger days. Um, and although I didn't end up serving that time, you know, got off and, you know, got probation and a whole nine um, and never looked back, so to speak. I know a lot of people, if you end up locked up or you end up, you know, in a situation and you feel hopeless, right? In those moments, you could either accept that life and just, you know, go along the criminal path. Like this, is, I guess this is for me, right? But for you, you made the decision to do the opposite. So what was it that you told yourself in, in those moments or those dark times to help pull you out of that and get you on the right path? You know, being in that situation, to your point, it, it was very dark. It was very dark, a lot of depression, a lot of why me, you know, why, why, why. Mm-hmm. But, but it, it, as, as time goes on, and it takes time, if that, if that onion starts to get peeled back, you, you, you start to realize maybe this is for a bigger reason. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe this is the path that my life needs to take. Because honestly, at the time it happened, I was living a fast life. You know, I was still in my 20s. Mm-hmm. You know, sing, single man, you know, out running the streets and doing, you know, God knows what. So <laughs> maybe this is what I need to slow myself down. Now, you can continue to tell yourself, but it's still not getting better on a daily basis. You have to just keep that thought like something has to come out of this. And honestly, it took me. It's been almost 20 years to realize what came out of that. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, you know, if you're in that situation. The, the best piece of advice I would ever give somebody is to just hold on. And when you feel like you can't hold on any, any longer, hold on to that rope, tie a knot at the end and, and, mm. and, and have faith and have faith. Because mm. again, it's going it's going to be dark, but at, at, at some point, at some point, if you decide I'm going to make something out of this situation, it's going to turn around for you. Mm, that's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like I said, that's, that's a key turnaround. We, we get stuck, you know, a lot of times mm-hmm. and yes, for sir. you, like if you had to attribute one characteristic about yourself to your success today, what would you say that is? I I, I don't, I don't like to fail. You mm. know what I mean? I, I, I just don't like to fail. And the, the, the one word that I would use to sum up the, the I don't want to fail is just I'm resilient. I, I, I'm resilient in, in everything that I've ever put my hand to, to accomplish. Mm. And, and again, even years later, it's finally starting to pay off. Just yep. don't, that, ne- that never give up attitude. Resiliency. Yes, sir. Never defeat it. Never defeat never, it. Never defeat it. Yes, sir. Never, I never lose. I never lose. I'm either going to win or I'm going to learn, but I'm never defeated. Yes, sir. Never yes, sir. Defeated. Powerful. I love that. I love that quote. I use that every day, probably. <laughs> there you go. So, so for you, you know, going through this process, like I said, it's been over 20 years. Are there... Any um, daily habits or routines that you had to develop for yourself 
Um, you know, I speak with a lot of people, you know, there's mantras, there's, you know, working out, giving, giving things. A lot of people that are successful, they have things they do on a daily basis. And if you don't do those things, your whole day is out of whack, right? So Correct. for you, are there any routines or habits that you stick to on a daily basis? As far as, as far as a routine, I would say no. You know, as far as I'm disciplined, I'm going to do this at this time, this at this time, no. But what I do, what I do remind myself every day is I have to get better. I have to be better today than I was yesterday. Mm. So if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm looking at it from a, from a daily perspective, uh, you know, what can I do today that'll push me forward further than I was yesterday? And mm. I, remind myself, I remind myself of that every morning when I get out of the bed, and, and it kind of it kind of drives my day, to be honest. Mm. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So when, when specifically did you start SPK? Uh, we formed in April of 2020. Okay. So in that moment, so you've been like a year and a half in the game, right? Mm-hmm. So for you during that time, and I want you to give us the real, like what was that process like? Because I think this can be attributed to just entrepreneurship in general. You know, that startup mm-hmm. time that you have and the struggles mm-hmm. and the grind kind of explain that time that you went through during that first six months to a year and maybe some, some real important moves or pivots that you made to get to where you're at. Uh, one, you need to link up with, with, with someone who is where you are trying to go. That's mm-hmm. one. That's key. Regardless, regardless of the industry, whether it's transportation, real estate, whatever it is, find you a mentor. One, two, I think the benefit for us at the time was the world had slowed down because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So because of, because of that fact, we were able to kind of, we would kind of navigate the minefield a little easier, if you will, because we had, we, I mean, we just had an abundance of time on our hands. Mm-hmm. So I could, you know, I could sit in front of the, the computer all day and research this and research and call and call. Whereas if the world was, I guess, normal, mm-hmm. that probably wouldn't have been, that probably wouldn't have been the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as far as some things that need to take place, as a business owner starting from scratch, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. You know, a lot of banks won't touch you because you don't have no revenue, no experience. Mm-hmm. You just have to keep grinding. You do what you have to do to get the doors open. I say that all the time. Whether that if you have to borrow money from family, friends, if you have to leverage your personal credit. If you have to, if you have to take out a loan and pay a, a higher interest rate, you have to do what you have to do to just get the doors open. You don't have to be perfect to start, but you have to start to become perfect. Mm. So don't 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 take those hiccups and those roadblocks started off as the end all, because if you keep grinding, if you keep going, you'll eventually get over those get over those roadblocks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. So as an entrepreneur, and you know, as you know, especially with social media. You know, entrepreneurship is like the new sexy now, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and everybody Absolutely. feels like it's, it's so easy because you see stuff Absolutely. on social and, you know, you think, oh, if he can do it, I can do it. You know, everybody can Absolutely. do it. But Absolutely. for you, what was the biggest misconception about entrepreneurship that you learned going after you got into the game? Oh, that it was easy. I, I, I bet it was that it was easy. You know, you look at you look at all these people, these entrepreneurs on IG and Facebook and, you know, they're taking the trips. They're driving the nice cars and, yeah. you know, they're wearing the designer, this and that, which is that's important to some people. Mm-hmm. But what you don't see is the grind that it took to get there. 
Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of people don't realize that when you start your own business, you actually work harder for yourself than you did for when you were working for someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this, when you go to work and you, you, you punch the clock, that's a time for you to get off. When I hit the clock at five in the, in the evening, I'm done for the day. As an entrepreneur, hey, this is 24-7. This is 24-7. There's no off time for me whatsoever. I've, I've, I've been at my, at my desk for 12, 13 hours at a time. Mm-hmm. But I'm understanding, I'm laying the foundation for my business in future years. You know, I, I didn't 10 years from now, if I'm still sitting in front of my computer 12 hours a day, I'm doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so it, it is not easy at all. It's not easy, but it is worth it. It is mm-hmm. worth it. Mm, that's that's key. Remembering that it's worth it. So when you mm-hmm. you have those moments where it don't look like it's it's working out, <laughs> it's working. It's working. It's worth it. Keep it's working going. for you. Keep yes, going. Sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> now, if we dive into trucking, right? Um, no, and and you know as well, I'm in I'm in the trucking as well. Um, right. And I want you to kind of like when you started off, because you say you have uh, SBK Logistics, uh, which is moving the freight, and then you have your dispatching, right? So for you. When you first started in the game of trucking, you know, just for somebody maybe maybe that's out there thinking about it and they think that, you know, it may cost a lot of money, you know, especially if you're getting in on the, the owner operator side. I got to buy a truck. I got to get insurance and, and the whole nine. Um, and a lot of people will look at that and say, I can't get into trucking right now. Right. Or there's there's no ways for me. So for you, if you had to tell somebody that maybe maybe doesn't have the finances right now or maybe you know, for them, it's just an idea and they haven't taken the leap yet. What would you tell them is the first thing that they need to do in order to get in this business and be successful that you've learned on your own? I would say the very first thing that you need to do outside of finding a good mentor is to tighten up your personal credit. Mm. Because your personal credit will take you a long way in, in, in any industry, to be honest with you, especially yep. at the beginning. At yep. the beginning, because like I said, like I said before, a lot of banks don't deal with startups, especially in this post-COVID world. Just, you know, it's hard. I, I can go try to buy, finance a, a, a tractor right now. They want 40% down. Yep. You know, two, two, two years ago, I think one of our trucks went and paid like 5K for down payment. So mm-hmm. things have changed. So make sure that your, your personal credit is tight and make sure that you have some type of nest egg that you can either tap into or fall back on. Because trucking is not cheap. It's not cheap Man. at all, <laughs> at all. Okay, so so have you some type of cushion, some type of nest egg, and make sure that you have that personal credit on point. And I and I think that with the right guidance, I think you'll be okay. Mm, that's okay. good. The personal credit is big because a lot of people they get it. You know, you see all these things about business credit, and it's so easy to get that, and you know, even CPNs out here and stuff like that. And they mm. people negate that you need personal credit because any business. Credit. At least the first two years, everything you do is going to, your personal is going to be attached to it anyway. You're going to PG that, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's one of those things people forget or they don't see on the IGs, right? That you need to have your personal credit in order just to get in any game and be successful. Correct. That's big that you mentioned that. Yes, sir. Correct. Correct. And, and one thing you mentioned earlier uh, that I caught on to is that you said you had to get to a point to where you're walking in your purpose, right? So mm-hmm. for you, what, what is purpose? My purpose, and this is this was revealed to me in some of those dark hours, you know, sitting sitting in prison cells and, and contemplating why. But, but my, my my purpose is to elevate others. Mm. Okay, if, if if I'm able to put others into a position of success, okay, I'm able to touch someone's life, someone's life in a positive way, in a positive light. 
then that's my purpose. I, I have served my purpose. My purpose is not to, you know, accumulate and going back to trucking to have a hundred trucks and, you know, all the money's coming to the Harris household. Okay. As an entrepreneur, entrepreneurs, it's our job to give back. We have to give back yep. because the more you give, I believe the more you receive. Mm -hmm. So my, my ultimate purpose is to elevate others and touch other people's lives in a positive way. Mm, good deal. Now, what, what is passion? And is it the same thing as purpose? My, 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 it, it can be. My passion, my passion would be to help others, which kind of aligns with my purpose as well. If you catch my drift, you catch where I'm going with that. Mm -hmm. Now, they can be two different things depending on how you look at it, in okay. my opinion. They can mm -hmm. be two different things. But I believe my purpose aligns with my passion. And my passion is to help others succeed, which now aligns up with my purpose to help people elevate their lives. Mm, good deal, good deal. So they can be separate, but for you, they actually align the way they Correct. can basically function together. Kind of a lot Correct. of people, you have a passion in something, you know, somebody, you want to be a rapper and you ain't got the skills, but for some reason, they'll be passionate in it. <laughs> you, now, I'm passionate about football, but you don't see me on Sunday, you don't see me on TV on Sunday, right? Yeah. Because yeah. that's not my purpose. So, you know, it, it kind of, it just depends on, you know, what your passion and purpose is. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for, for us, is for me, I had to learn to separate those because, you know, like you stated, your passion may be football, but that's not what you do every day. And I feel like a lot of times we'll, we'll have a passion in something and we'll pursue that passion thinking that's our purpose. Mm -hmm. And it may or may not be because we haven't deciphered or broken it down to where these could be two separate things. Uh, because a lot of us, I feel like, don't know our purpose or even truly know what purpose is. We just know what we'd like to do. And, you know, I like to do a whole bunch of stuff, but, I, you know, it's not going to make me no money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. <laughs> so learn, that's learning true. the difference is powerful um, and how you carry yourself moving forward. And mm -hmm. for you, you know, you define that you're walking in your purpose, right? And the next question I have is that during, especially the time you've, you've had SBK, has there been a time when you've made a costly mistake, something that could have messed everything up? And if so, what were you telling yourself or what did you do in that moment? Because like you stated earlier, you don't lose. Either you win or you learn, right? Correct. So Correct. for you, in that moment when you made a mistake, you was like, man, I don't know how we're going to get out of this. How did you figure that out mentally and get over that hump? Yeah, there, there was a situation about a year or so ago. We had a driver. I mean, he was a, he was a damn good driver. I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 I mismanaged him. I mismanaged him. And, of course, he, he resigned. Well, he didn't, but he resigned. Mm -hmm. uh, he got in touch with the DOT. and It, it, it was a big to-do. But in, the, in, the, in that moment, instead of pointing a finger at him and blaming him for, for what was going on, I self-reflected. Okay, I did this, 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 this. Okay, so I was as much a part of the problem as he was. So mm -hmm. moving forward, learning from that now, but you know, luckily by the grace of God, we were able to find another driver for that unit that's just as good. So now I don't make those mistakes again. I, I learned from, from what I did in the past. And mm -hmm. now I know how to deal with, you know, this particular individual or this situation differently than I would have if I wouldn't have gone through what I went through with the previous individual. Mm, that's good. That's good. Learn. So, you, that, learn, you, you have, have to learn. You have to learn. They say, to learn. They say when you fail, you're supposed to fail forward. 
you know what I'm saying, and pick yourself up, learn from that, as you mentioned, and move forward in, in a different manner. So that's good because, exactly. you know, I can say for myself back in the 20s, I failed a lot and I feel like I would do the same thing over and over. I, the learning wasn't there for me. You know what I'm saying? For me, mm-hmm. when I failed, it was always uh, reflecting, putting in on other people, other situations, whatever it may be. But that's, mm-hmm. that's very important that you mentioned that self-reflection in those moments of failure is probably the best thing you could do uh, because you will come out better from that. And definitely appreciate Absolutely. you doing that. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So, you know, we've talked about purpose and we've talked about, we've touched on failure a little bit, but for you as a person who says, I don't fail, either I win or I learn, if you had to define what failure is, what would that definition be? I think failure is when you stop trying. You mm-hmm. stop trying. I'm I, like, again, if I go through something, I'm either going to, I'm either going to, I'm either going to I'm either going to grow through it or I'm going to go through it. One of the two. Mm. If I if if I stop even trying, now I failed myself. I failed myself, and all those who were dependent on me as well. Mm. If if I if we if we would have got to the starting line for the SPK and the first roadblock I hit, you know that first no we got, I, if I would have stopped right then and there, that would have been a failure. But every challenge is an opportunity. You just have to have the mindset to realize. Mm-hmm. So if I if I stop trying, I stop I, I fail. If I stop trying, then it means I've stopped learning, and now it just gets the, the cycle just continues to repeat itself. Yep, yep, yep. Absolutely. What is success? Now on the flip side of that coin, you know, different individuals have a different idea of what success is, mm-hmm. um, and and I think in this whole social media age. Most people's definition of success is going to be materials, mm-hmm. money. My definition of success goes back to my purpose. How many people have I touched? How many people have I, how many entrepreneurs that I create as an entrepreneur? Mm-hmm. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Sure. We, have a, we, have, we have a program in place now that we call the first step. So we bring drivers in and we're going to actually teach you how to become a trucking company owner. I'm going to walk you through each step. I'm going to, the truck that you're driving for me, I'm going to turn around and sell it right back to you. Mm-hmm. So at the end of maybe two or three years, you are equipped with the knowledge and the equipment to go out and do it on your own. That's my definition of success. I created another entrepreneur. Now I ask you to just pass it forward. And mm-hmm. I think that if, if we all took that mindset instead of just thinking profit and profit margins first and foremost, we could we go a lot, a lot further. We could go a lot further. Yes, sir. Yes. One of my favorite quotes is that the true definition of a boss is based on how many other bosses he's created. Correct. That is absolutely correct. Yes, sir. Absolutely correct. Absolutely. You know what? I've had some horrible leaders over the years and I always looked at them like you're not you're my leader, but you're not positioning me for success. Mm -hmm. And that kind of that that kind of catapulted my mind, my thinking like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to have some other people come along as well. Mm, that's powerful. Yes, sir. So, you know, and, and where, tell us where, where you're from again. Where were you raised at? Uh, born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. Yes, sir. <laughs> Man, that's the in, in That's the murder capital of the world, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> it may be now. <laughs> it, it, it's rough up there. I know Memphis and New Orleans are always neck and neck. So, yeah. Yeah. It might be now. Yeah. Man. Yeah. My, my brother, he's a, a police officer out there. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely. Oh, Memphis? Yeah, he went. He went out there because it was the worst city. 
He's like, man, if I'm going to be a police Great officer, person. I'm going to be a police officer in Memphis. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. And, and no sense in going to Beverly Hills to do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> you go to Memphis, you get the real. <laughs> man, hey, pray prayers up for that brother, man. For sure. For sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, he love it out there, though. Um, okay. So, now, as a person, you know, you've been in Memphis. Uh, you've been in New Orleans. You've been in Houston. I know you've you've been a part of our communities, you know, the Black community specifically. Uh, you've been in it. You've seen it. Now, as a person who's, you know, climbed out of that, and achieve a certain level of success, you're able to reflect on, you know, what you saw coming up as a child, right? And the things that you maybe see other generations going through. And for yourself, and could you mention giving back as well? What do you think is the the biggest things missing from our communities uh, that's holding us back and keeping us from getting to where we want to be as a whole? I, I think that, and, and this is big, this has been going on for years before, our generation, I think that we just have lack of of cohesiveness. Mm. You know, we 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 don't we don't tend to work together well. We're, we're too busy trying to outdo the next man. When mm. when 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 when, when in truth truth be told, if we came together, we could actually accomplish this thing a lot faster and probably to a bigger scale. To be mm. honest with you, you know, we we've all, we've always had that crab and a bear mentality, and I hate it. But I think that with the with the shift of again the social media. You know this new generation of, of of young adults that's coming coming along. I think that's starting to change. And we we may not see it in our lifetimes, but I think that is slowly starting to change. And, and and I love it. I absolutely love it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's real. You know, get out of the crabs in a bucket mentality. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. That's no. That's I'm, I'm not competing with you. You don't realize I'm clapping for you on the sidelines to make it as well. You know, mm-hmm. there's that, there's enough money out here for everybody. It's, we're speaking specifically trucking. Over a billion dollars, you know, billion, billion, billions of dollars in, uh, in the industry. I, I, I say it all the time. I don't want the whole pie. Just give me a slice. Right. You know, so I just I just I don't see the I don't see the mentality. I, I don't I don't I never understood that mentality of, of, of us tearing each other down. And I'm all I, I hate it. I hate yeah. it. Yeah, me too, man. And, you know, even a, a, apart from that, not only the tearing down, but, you know, there's certain you know, a lot of people tell me, you know, we don't have the resources um, or we don't have the access to specific tools. And to your point, we're not cohesive with it because at the end of the day, there are a lot of black people that have access to a lot of tools, whether it's financially on the entrepreneurship side, even in regards to business and mentorship, they can really right. pour into Absolutely. us. But like you said, it's us learning how to work together and not Absolutely. some people, I feel like we hold information, hoard it. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Where, I'm not, I'm not out here talking down about nobody or nothing like that, but I got some info that, you know, I've implemented in my house and I'm just mm-hmm. going to keep it there. And, you know, mm-hmm. they'll be thriving, but then the people around them eating crumbs, you know what I'm saying? Correct. So, Correct. Absolutely. And I, and I'm, I always say, if I know it, you know, it. I don't know everything, but what I, what I know, you're going to know, yep. you know, yep, and you, the tool, this podcast is a tool. There are so many tools available to us these days to, to, to take that leap and, 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 Go strike out and do something different. We just have to utilize the correct tools in the correct manner. Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right. So before we close out, uh, I have a few more questions for you. Uh, but sure. before I get to that, I want you to, to let everybody know uh, where they can get in touch with you, whether it's, you know, they want to get into trucking, whether they want to drive or like you said, your your program, your first start program to get them on the road as a, as an owner or just in general, if they want to reach out to you, mentoring, whatever it may be. How can they find you? on social and on the internet. 
Absolutely. Our social, so on Instagram, our, our, our handle is at SBK, so Sam Bobkite, SBK Logistics. Uh, Facebook, we're at SBK Freight Movers and Logistics. And our web, oh, I'm sorry, LinkedIn, we're at, at SBK Logistics as well. Um, website is sbkfreightmovers.com. So anyone, either one of those channels, feel free to hit us up, send us a DM, reach out to us, and we're, we're waiting on you, waiting on you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So last question, based off of where you're at right now in your life, if you had to define Otis Harris Jr. in a quote right now, what would that quote be? In one quote, how about one word? It's a fighter. It's a mm. fighter. fighter. You know, if, you, if you've ever watched a boxing match, the best fighters, They've got knocked down from time to time, but guess what they all did? They got back up. Yes, sir. They got back up. So I, I, I would say I'm a fighter. I've been knocked down more times than I can count. But if I got knocked down 20 times, you best believe I got up 21. Yes, sir. Yes. And in regards to that, and this is another question I wasn't planning to ask, but I like that you said you're a fighter. What makes you keep fighting? Like, is there a why? my why to why I keep fighting. My family, for sure. Mm-hmm. My family, for sure. But also, it, it, I just have a burning desire because I, I know what it's like to have doors closed in your face for absolutely no reason whatsoever mm-hmm. than to what people see of you on paper. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I do not want other people to have to deal with that and go through that in their lives. I just don't. I, that is an empty feeling. It is the worst feeling. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Mm. So I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. If, even if it's only one person, if I can help that person move forward in life to where they want to be and not where they have to be, I think I've done, I've done, I've done my, my calling. Yes, sir. I love it. I love it. People, you heard him. Otis Harris Jr. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. Don't ever give up. Without pressure, there's no diamonds, right? There's no diamonds. We both know that. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But greatly appreciate your time, Otis. Uh, It was an amazing conversation. I got a lot from it. I know our listeners did as well. And I once again appreciate your time. And to everybody else out there, that's all, folks. See you on the next episode. Good Spire Podcast.